to the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created for women of color who are fearless in their pursuit of getting anything and everything she wants out of life. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe and transforming her life. Sit down with me, grab your earphones, turn me up in your cars, and let's have some well overdue girl chat. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and this is the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the SGS podcast. Hoping you guys are feeling really good today. You're in the right mindset to attack a new week and that you're off to an amazing start. I've been incredibly busy with a lot of life stuff going on. I got a couple of personal things going on that I hope I can share with you soon. Um, Additionally, this upcoming week, I have family coming in. Uh, My dad and the rest of my immediate family is coming in from Texas for the weekend It's my grandma's 80th birthday this upcoming weekend, and then my brother is getting married in exactly two months. So my weeks are full of work, but my weekends are full of events and things that I have to go to. So this past weekend, I had just a little time to myself, and I loved it. It was St. Patrick's Day, and everyone was asking me if I was going out or if I was going to the bar, and... I am nowhere near Irish, um, and I really just enjoyed being in the house. I didn't go anywhere uh, for the entire day, and sometimes you really need days where you really just aren't on the phone, you're not ripping and running, but you really just take time to relax and get your house in order physically and mentally, and just just take some time for yourself, and I just really needed that time this weekend, so I had a really good weekend. So I'm up. I'm ready to go this week. I wanted to pop on and chat with you for a bit. And you guys have already read the title, (laughs) but I saw a meme and it read, are you going to cry about it or are you going to boss up? And I had an aha moment. Of course, uh, I screenshot the meme and you can find the meme on my Instagram account, (laughs) but It basically made me take a second and think of all the times I was going through something or I had a lot on my plate and and just tons of decisions to make at one time and how I felt on the inside that I was falling apart, basically. I am just now getting good at combating stress and blocking out negativity, and it took me a while to get to this point, but at any sign of stress or conflict that I felt in my life, I would instantly retreat within myself and take on that stress and take on that negativity. And I would cry. Crying is a way that I kind of release things and I truly hate crying. And it does take a lot for me to cry. I am not a cry baby. At least I don't think I'm a cry baby, but Once I'm crying, y'all, I'm really crying. It's not a little sniff, sniff here or a tear here and there. I am full on losing it. I want to say there was so much going on with me personally in 2017. I feel like I cried 90% of the time during 2017 and I didn't even mean to, but that's just how my emotions came out. And that's how the stress came out for me. I was not good at handling overwhelm and I was not good at navigating through stress. I did not know how to boss up. And when I say boss up and how I interpreted this part of the meme was basically, are you going to cry about it or are you going to suck it up, 
put on your big girl panties and keep going. And it's easier said than done, right? We are emotional human beings. And when things don't go our way or don't make us feel good, we get upset. And that's okay for a little while, but eventually you find yourself in a place you don't want to be or things aren't really going the way you had planned and you have to stop crying about it and do something about it. Now, you may not be crying physically about whatever it is that's going on. Maybe you aren't a crier. Maybe you just shut down and you just don't want to be bothered or you have an attitude or you feel like the world is on your shoulder. So you have this woe is me attitude, which I've been guilty of all of them basically. But that's what I mean. Are you going to have this attitude? Are you going to shut down? Are you going to have a pity party or are you going to keep going? My dad always gives me this example when I'm about to embark on something new, I'm about to make a decision, or I have a new idea. He always says, throw it up against the wall until it sticks. If it doesn't stick, pick it back up, throw it again, and do it over and over again until it sticks. So if there is something I want to achieve, I'm full force in the beginning. I'm ready. I got my plan together. I see how it's going in my head and I go for it. I'm throwing it against the wall, but then it doesn't work out. It doesn't go as planned and I feel set back. It's not sticking. So, you know, okay, I'll get up. I dust myself off. I'll try it again. Revisit my plan. Get ready again. I go for it again. I'm throwing it. Then it doesn't happen again. It doesn't stick again. And personally, I'm pretty resilient. But after several tries at something and several times at it not working out, I get upset. I start second guessing myself. Is this really for me, God? Do you really want me to do this? Maybe I have it wrong. Maybe I've misinterpreted the things you want to do for me because it's clearly not working out. So it's at this point where you feel that disconnect. It's right here where you give up, where you have your pity party, you cry, you don't want to be bothered because it's not going the way that you had planned. So one day in 2017, I called my dad and I'm like, listen, this sucks. I keep throwing it against this wall that you say, and it's not sticking. What am I doing wrong? And he said, this is what you're doing wrong. You're calling me with this pity party instead of going after it again. So I get mad because I'm like, well, how long does it have to be like this? You know, God gave me these amazing ideas. He gave me this big dream. I didn't come up with this myself. So it has to be from him. It has to be something he wants me to do. And you mean to tell me he won't even help me get it? I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I pressed play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcast. 
Truths. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's Textures and Tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much-needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists, and it was created with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. So then my dad gets mad at me (laughs) and he goes, oh, woe is me, Ash. Cry me a freaking river. Never mind the fact that he blesses you every single day. You are alive. You have a roof over your head. You're not sick. You have a family that loves you. You have a job. Oh, because you decided to go after something you want and you don't get it right away. You get mad at God. Maybe. He wants to see how patient you are, how resilient you are. You say you got faith, but how much do you really have? So, of course, I checked myself, right? Then I had to take some personal inventory and make sure I was doing what I needed to do and living the way that I needed to live in order to get myself ready for my dreams to finally stick. Am I thankful for my right now? Am I grateful for what I have? How much time am I spending thinking about things I don't have as opposed to the things that I do? Am I positioning myself to do the work that's required for these dreams, these ideas, these plans that I have to stick? Am I reading my word? Am I giving unto others? Am I steadfast in my prayer? Am I doing more talking to God or more listening? No, no, I'm not. Yes, I'm grateful. Yes, I'm thankful. I tell God, thank you all the time. But Ash, are you really, truly thankful? Am I truly praying or am I just talking? I'm so focused on the things that's not sticking for me after a few tries. I'm like, screw this. I'm tired. I'm tired of wanting something that feels like it's never going to happen. I'm tired of putting in the long hours or working my butt off only to be left empty handed. But what I have learned over the past year and a half, y'all, is that if you want it and you know God has placed whatever it is on your heart to do, and it's your passion and it's your dreams, it's what you stay up late at night thinking about. No matter how long it takes, you throw it up against that wall again 
and again and again, no matter what. Always stick with your plan A, never go for plan B. I have dreams so big right now and I'm in the position where I still live at home with my mom. I have a job, but I don't have a lot of things that other 28-year-olds have at this point in their lives that I probably should, but because of my plan A, because I'm choosing to stick with my plan A, I am okay with not being where everybody else thinks I should be. I have learned to be steadfast in my prayer. I have expectations of God that produces faith. And I know that what I'm throwing up against that wall one day is going to stick. And it's not just about wiping those tears and shaking off that pity party that you have to, to boss up. Bossing up means taking a minute to reflect on what you have going on on the inside that might be keeping you from reaching those goals in those dreams. Bossing up means being relentless. Bossing up means being disciplined. Bossing up means nurturing that relationship you have with God, spending time with him, praying, and not just that little prayer you say before you go to bed, but being consistent and showing that no matter how long it takes, you are here. You are willing to do what is necessary and what he is asking you to do, whether that be patient, be more giving, expecting more from him, whatever is necessary. And I will be 100% transparent with you. For a long time, I thought God was hazing me and that I, I had did something terribly wrong because I couldn't hear him. I felt like when I prayed, I was praying in an empty room and that he wasn't there, that he didn't want to listen to me for some reason. I thought he put all these visions and dreams in my head, but was blocking me from getting there. And let me tell y'all, I am still not there. It has yet to stick for me. But what I failed to realize was that all things are working for my good. All things. God is a loving God. He would never give me dreams and not give me the tools to make them come true. I may not have all the tools right away, but if I keep throwing it up against that wall, expecting that it's going to stick, those tools will find me. That is the boss up. I don't mean to get preachy, y'all. Don't don't feel my comments telling me I'm not qualified to tell you about the God that I serve because I'm not a pastor and I'm not a deacon and I don't go to church every single Sunday. I like to drink wine and I like to twerk with my friends. I curse sometimes. I am not perfect, but I will absolutely give you the best advice I have. And this is our girl chat. And this is the purpose of this podcast to sit down with you and hopefully help you or give you ideas on how to get yourselves to the next level. I am going after what I want every single day relentlessly and not many people understand what I want and that's okay. You have to understand that people aren't meant to understand the dreams that you have, the goals God has given you to achieve. So meanwhile, put your head down, keep throwing it against the wall, keep doing what is necessary to get those ideas, those dreams, that decision to stick no matter how long it takes, no matter how many times you get knocked down. Don't be a punk. Don't count yourself out of the game before you really got to show how you like to play, before you're able to make your own rules, before you become the game changer. So are you going to cry about it or are you going to boss up? 
All right, you guys, that wraps us up for this week. I would much appreciate it if you guys would leave a comment in the comment section with your thoughts on the Slay Girl Slay podcast and even more if you would subscribe. Send me an email with any topics or feedback on today's podcast and you can always find us on Instagram at Slay Girl Slay or come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. Until next week, we will chat soon. Mad love to you all. Peace.